Welcome to The Fathers Speak, a production of the Orthodox West. Each day, Father John Finton reads a selection fitted to the Western liturgical calendar from one of the Fathers of the Church. On this Holy Wednesday, let us listen to a portion of a homily by our Father among the Saints, Leo the Great. You stand out, Judas, as more wicked than all the rest, and more unhappy, for penitence did not call you back to the Lord, but despair drew you to the noose. If only you had waited for the completion of your crime until the blood of Christ had been poured out for all sinners, you would have put off the gruesome death of hanging. When so many miracles of the Lord and so many of his gifts tortured your conscience, these mysteries at least would have called you back from your rash deed, the ones you had accepted when already at the paschal meal you were detected in your treachery by the sign of divine knowledge. Why did you distrust his goodness, who did not refuse you the communion of his body and blood, who did not deny the kiss of peace to you coming to arrest him with a crowd and a cohort of armed men? But as you are an incorrigible man, a breeze passing and not returning, you follow the madness of your own heart. With the devil standing at your right hand, the wickedness that you had armed against the chief of all the saints, you have now turned against your own head. Since your crime has surpassed all measure of punishment, your wickedness makes you the judge, and your punishment allows you to be your own executioner. God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, and the Creator himself was bearing the humanity that was about to be restored to the image of its Maker. Marvelous works of God had been accomplished, works that the prophetic spirits had foretold were one day to be done. Then the eyes of the blind will be opened, the ears of the deaf will hear, then the lame will leap like stags, and the tongues of the dumb will be open. Jesus knew that the time for the fulfillment of his glorious passion was at hand, and said, My soul is sorrowful even unto death. And on another occasion, Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Since these words expressed a certain fear, he cured the emotion of our weakness by participating in it, and drove away the anxiety in the experience of suffering by undergoing it. In us, therefore, the Lord trembled with our terror, that he might clothe himself by the putting on of our weakness, and wrap our inconstancy in the firmness of his strength. He had come into this world as a rich and merciful ambassador from heaven. He had entered the economy of salvation in a wonderful interchange, receiving our state and giving us his own, giving honors for insults, health for pain, life for death. He, whom more than twelve thousand of his angelic legions could serve by annihilating his persecutors, preferred to accept our fear rather than to exercise his own power. Blessed Peter, the apostle, was the first to learn how much this humility bestowed upon all the faithful. When the violent storm of a cruel assault had overwhelmed him, he was turned by a sudden conversion to the restoration of his energy. He drew a remedy from the Lord's example, and the trembling member returned at once to the firmness of its head. 
This servant could not be greater than his Lord, nor this disciple greater than his teacher, a teacher who would not conquer the anxiety of human frailty without first experiencing fear and conquering it. Then the Lord looked at Peter. Standing amid the insults of priests, the lies of witnesses, the injuries of those who struck him and spat on him, he met the troubled disciple with his eyes, the same eyes with which he had foreseen that Peter would undergo a struggle. In doing so, the gaze of truth entered into Peter, directed toward the place where the amendment of his heart was to be grounded. It was as if the Lord's voice were resounding within him and saying, What are you thinking, Peter? Why do you withdraw into yourself? Turn to me. Trust in me. Follow me. This is the time for my passion. The hour of your suffering has not yet come. Why do you fear what you yourself will overcome? Let not the weakness which I have accepted disturb you. I was anxious for you but you should not worry about me.